The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh boy, are we ever here for you. I don't sound very loud today, and I'm a loud person. Um, So maybe it's just me and my headphones. Hey, welcome to our Facebook Live audience. Hopefully, we can have the volume right for you today. It's been a six-month journey of trying to get the volume right for Facebook Live. And also, welcome to our 94.7 The Word audience and our channel. Who else do it? YouTube. We've got a big YouTube channel. And uh, our podcast audience. So glad to have you on board. Man, am I excited about this show. I, I... First of all, I'm going to get some free therapy on the show today because Lord knows I need it. And so are you. So I'm excited for that. um, I just, I can't imagine that there's not, that there's anybody in the audience. um, I'm good? Okay. That there's anybody in the audience today that doesn't need to hear what our guest has to say about worry, fear, and anxiety. I mean, I really think most people at some point in their lives truly struggle with being worried, with being fearful, with being anxious, with feeling overwhelmed. Uh, She is the author of of a new book that uh, is called Fierce Faith, A Woman's Guide to Fighting Fear, Wrestling Worry, and Overcoming Anxiety. And she says she has one big tip to stop the anxiety spiral, which I'm excited to be able to bring that to you today. And uh, she's also the author of Breaking Busy. If you were ever a fan of that book, helped a lot of people kind of reset and not um, buy into the busyness of our world. Anyway, her name is Allie Worthington. She's coming up in just a second, uh, but I I have to get to a little bit of business first. First of all, let me just say, I'm not going to share this surprise until next week, but my college boy, who's a freshman in college now, is the king of surprises. And uh, he makes his mom cry and laugh and scream uh, because of the way in which he surprises me. And I will share with you next week the surprise that he gave me. Also, a shout out to listener Heather, who called and gave us a beautiful testimony over the phone last week. And we're going to play testimonies. If you ever want to call and give us a testimony about how Channel Mom has helped you, Lord knows I need to know that. I want to know how it's helped you and and how we've ministered to you. So leave us a message and we'll play it on the air. 303 981 1918 if you want to do that. Um, and then finally, one last little thing. Um, we had Brianna and Pam on the show, and the reason that we did is I thought, oh my goodness, these women can help anybody out there who feels like they've got a struggling learner. Brianna struggled with a severe learning disability as a child. Her mom, Pamela, found practical, affordable answers that allowed Brianna to succeed academically, even graduating with honors from college with no accommodations. And at Connect Education, now Brianna and Pamela work together to bring you healing intervention, not just slow, painful progress. They move children from uh, struggling academically to learning with ease. So don't hold back. If you feel like maybe you just want to investigate this and, and learn if they can help your child or, or maybe you know, refer them to somebody else who has a struggling learner, you can get a free consultation from them. There's no commitment. So please feel free to call them at this number, 303-680-5551, 303-680-5551, and it's connecteducationco for Colorado.com. 
Uh, they are fabulous, and I know they could help your child if you're in that situation. Okay, and finally, I just have to acknowledge Billy Graham being honored today. Uh, his daughter, Ruth Graham, did an interview with us a couple of years ago, which was very profound and very real. She's very real about the struggles she's been through. If you want to look at that, that's on our YouTube channel. Just go and find our YouTube channel on Channel Mom. And it's if there are two, it's the one that has a lot more views. Uh, so if you want to go see Ruth Graham and the interview we did with her, I'd be honored if you did so. Okay, here we go. I have promised you somebody who's going to help you with your fear. Someone's going to help your kids with their fear. She is amazing, and I'm so glad she's going to be on the show. Allie Worthington is first the mother of five boys, if you can imagine it, a wife, a speaker, a business coach. She's appeared on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and she offers great advice for women from her books, including Breaking Busy, which was a popular book. But now her new book is called Fierce Faith, A Woman's Guide to Fighting Fear, Wrestling Worry, and Overcoming Anxiety. We welcome Allie Worthington to Channel Mom. Welcome, dear. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have you here, too. We'll slow down with you. I'm a fast talker at the beginning of the show, so I'm glad you're joining us. So you can slow me down a little bit. Um, so let, let's just get, you know, go right out of the gate. You tell a story up front about how you realized, because of a friend being very honest with you, that, that despite following God, despite having a strong faith, despite years of trying to coach other people to have a better you know, faith life and better walks with God and, and uh, healthier family lives and all of that, you realized in the car one day, kind of had a breakdown, um, that your God was the God of safety and that you wanted to make sure everybody was safe and everything was safe all the time. And I've, I've had the same problem. So tell oh, me about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for me, it was it was set off six years ago when my husband developed a, an illness. So he developed a very severe case of adult onset asthma. So for months at a time, we would have it under control, and then with each virus or cold one of the boys brought home, which you can imagine, there's so many with kids, yeah. um, it would turn into an asthmatic attack and then bronchitis and pneumonia. And for me, it really rocked my world. So I thought that I had a handle on things. I thought things were good. But when I saw my husband sick, and then when I saw the children, you know, the children, when their daddy was sick, he, they would become um, tense and quiet and kind of withdrawn. And for me, it just it shook my whole life. Yeah. And it wasn't until my friend confronted me that day to say, listen, you, I don't know how you're functioning under the weight of all this fear, because to me... I never thought of myself as being afraid. I thought of myself as stressed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't even want to pretend I was afraid. I didn't want to pretend I was worrying. And so I had to come to terms with the fact that not only was I, was I scared in the hard times, I was letting fear steal my joy when there wasn't anything even wrong in those seasons. Yeah, and it's so true, Allie. And I've struggled with fear for many, many years. And it's only in the last six months that, well, God's been trying to get my attention all the time. But in the last six months, I've finally begun to, or began, begun to get the message. And part of it's been through your book. So, so I recommend to everybody listening today to listen to the tips Allie's about to give you. God has been whispering, be strong and courageous to me for many, many years. But I realized that it's a decision. And you talk about be strong and courageous in here. We were so used to the rut of fear where we go to the what ifs and we go to the anxiety and we go to the catastrophizing, I think you call it, something like that. And where I, as soon as I would send my kids out the door, I'm like, what if they get hit? And what if this happens? And what if they get sick? And what if they die in the night? I'm one of those people. And I would be like, and what if this little palpitation in my heart means I'm having a heart attack? I was constantly sabotaging my daily happy life by anticipating all that could go wrong. I mean, is that just like a woman thing or is it a universal thing? What, what do you think? 
Well, I think, I think it is a woman thing, but here's something really interesting from research that I think once we know this, it helps us be a great parent to our kids and under, even understand our spouse better. Men and women react to fear and anxiety and worry in different ways as a, as a majority. Women are more likely to, we, we stay stuck in our heads. Yeah. We think about it all the time. We brood over it. and we, These thoughts go through our heads. We're more likely to become depressed and withdraw from relationships when we're afraid or we have anxiety. Mm. Men, on the other hand, researchers say, externalize their fear. Where we internalize it, they externalize it. So if a man is showing signs of being angry or maybe there's substance abuse, something outside of himself, it often comes from the root of fear. Yeah. So for me as a parent, I'm able to look at my boys and go, okay, if one of them sees, seems especially angry one day, we kind of sit down and we talk about it, and very often it just becomes maybe he's worried about a test. But because boys don't automatically have the language to be able to say, I'm worried about something, sometimes it comes out as, as being angry. Okay, and it's a, it's, a, it's a sign. You go through so many things. I mean, we need like eight hours to go through your book. You, you have chapters on different kinds of fear, which I appreciate because I think a lot of women have different kinds of fear that they tend to settle on. I think most women have the worry about something bad happening to their child or to their children. But you say, um, what if they don't like me as a fear? What if the kids aren't okay? Uh, what if I can't do this? What if I get hurt again? What if everyone has fun without me, the FOMO thing? What if things fall apart? I have that one. And, and for years, Allie, I'd wake up and think, what if everything falls apart? What if everything goes wrong? What if I'm dying? What if my child's dying? What if, I mean, you know, I was constantly worried. But, but I want to say through your book and some other sources, I've realized, and then I want you to get some, to some tips for our audience, that in the end, it's a decision. And I thought, do I want to be a fearful, you know, quivering victim for the rest of my life? Or do I want to be somebody who stands up because I know the God of the universe and says, I'd rather be strong and courageous. I just don't want to be a wimp anymore. I don't care if I'm on my deathbed. I'd rather feel strong and courageous and joyful than afraid. Being, feeling afraid, I won't use the word because it's probably not appropriate completely, but it begins with an S. It, 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 being afraid is a horrible thing. Nobody feels good when they're afraid, and it doesn't come from God. So I finally made the decision every day to say, Jenny, is this how you want to feel? Do you want to be a victim right now, or do you want to feel strong and courageous? And I way would rather feel strong and courageous. So, so talk to me about the place you got where you began to develop battle plans at the end of all these chapters for how a woman can get control of fear and, and start to say, I'm going to make a different choice today and not live in fear. So much of it, it just starts with awareness. So for me, until my friend, like I said, pointed it out to me, I wouldn't have admitted that I even struggled with it. I just thought I was stressed, and I thought that there wasn't another way to live. And for me, not only did I have to understand that I was afraid, I had to, I had to understand that it was okay as a Christian to still deal with it because I almost felt guilty that oh, I had yeah. these feelings of fear and anxiety. Like yeah. I, I've heard sermon after sermon. I've read all throughout Scripture that God says, be strong and courageous and fear not. But when I wake up in the morning, I have anxiety, this knot of anxiety in my stomach. So it made me afraid that maybe I don't love Jesus enough. Maybe I don't have enough faith. Yeah. And what we're doing is we're not only afraid in that moment, but we're heaping self-condemnation on ourselves. We're literally picking up the enemy's tools and using them against ourselves. So just being aware that we have the issue it allows us to take it to Jesus and start to heal. So awareness is the first key. The second one is to avoid behaviors that aren't healthy. Um, I call it in the book, The Five Bad Bees. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we stay busy. 
we blame other people, we bury our feelings, we, we binge on potato chips and Netflix at night. I know a lot about that. Or we brood, brood over our yeah. thoughts. We, we think about things over and over again. So we want to avoid those unhealthy behaviors and go, here's, here's how I'm feeling. I'm aware of it. I'm going to avoid things that don't help me. And then the next step is to ask Jesus for help. I mean, that's key. Until you know what the problem is and you can avoid the bad things, you're ready to ask Jesus for help and go, Lord, this, this is my issue. What do you want me to know about this? Help me. Yeah. And then the final step in this that I discovered that changed everything is attack. We have to actually do something. And our best weapons are always prayer and worship. We really become warriors in this fight when we worship. That's what changed everything for me. But to really overcome fear, we have to be able to attack using the truth in Scripture, but also really practical tools. Because like I said, you wake up in the morning and you go, what, what do I actually do today to feel better? Because the way we overcome the fear for our children is totally different than we overcome the fear of rejection or that fear that everything's going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. And those are all great tips. I want to I want to remind ladies that when she's talking about brooding, this is my very bad habit. I'm not really a binger, but I do brood. And by brooding, that that's ruminating over and over and over again. And what if it's this? And what if it's that? And what if this goes wrong? And what if I'm sick? And what if I'm dying? I'm one of the I have been no longer, but I've been one of those people. And and the enemy of our souls steals our lives by having us focus on the what ifs and the worsts instead of just living life. And the other thing that encourages me, Allie, and I want to tell people, you can call us. Allie graciously is giving away two of her books today. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I got to look at the, for the phone number. 303-873-1935. 303-873-1935 to win Allie's Fierce Faith book, an amazing book and really a help. The other thing I want to say, Allie, and then we're going to go to a break, and then I want to make sure we get to some last key tips. Stick around for those folks she's going to give you a couple more tips coming back but i've also found that it is comforting to me that jesus said hey in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i've overcome the world so it's like oh he warned me it would be a battle he warned me that sometimes i would get sick he warned me that sometimes things wouldn't go well for my kids he warned me that we'd have financial struggle he warned me so what why am i surprised and he's encouraged me like don't be afraid i got it which which i love just 30 seconds anything else to say about that um, I think just you're exactly right. The encouragement and the truth that that he warned us, and I think God put all throughout Scripture to be strong and courageous, not because he's upset with us, because he knew that it would be every human struggle. Yeah, amen, amen. We're going to be back with Allie Worthington, the author of Breaking Busy and also Fierce Faith, her new book. She's going to help you. I'm so excited. Please call the winner book. 303-873-1935 only on Friday now we don't give it away on the Saturday show we'll be right back with Channel Mom of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. At Channel Mom, we love, coach, and encourage 
encourage moms because, frankly, you're worth it. We know you work hard for your family, so we work hard for you. I'm thrilled to tell you about a new way we're going to boost your mom game and your life. We're taking our show live on 94.7 The Word on Fridays at 1 p.m. and giving real moms a voice on the radio and taking your calls. Plus, we'll be sharing our new programming at Channel Mom Coffees across the nation where you can find fellowship, spiritual support, and help for the issues you face. Find out more at ChannelMom.com and at Channel Mom on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you. I don't have like extras today because we're just giving away books. So I don't have music. I, I'm not playing Heather's testimony till next week because we wanted to give all the time to Allie and to giving away her books. Do we have two couple of callers yet or do we still have one left? Okay, so Sharon, congratulations to her. If you'd like to win Allie's book on Friday, we only give books away on Fridays, and I've been forgetting to say that for the last year, um, not on our Saturday show. It's Fierce Faith. You can call 303-873-1935 to win it. It's by Allie Worthington, who's also the author of Breaking Busy. Really good stuff. If you just need some steps, some final steps in your life to once and for all say goodbye to worry and anxiety and fear. So um, I just have one more little bit of business to do, and we're going to get back to Allie with some more tips for you and, and, and the keys to stopping that anxiety spiral. I do want you to look out for uh, Life Center Littleton and what they could do for anybody that you know who's struggling. If you need to learn another language, I'm thinking about taking Spanish classes there because I've forgotten everything I learned in high school and I could use it again. You can learn English there or Spanish. They have all kinds of resources that they um, have available for folks who are struggling in one way or another. They have a shelter. They have a food bank. They've got legal help, free legal help, and and just uh, senior uh, classes and just a, a number of things that could really be a blessing and a help to somebody who could just use a leg up. Uh, I love what the Life Center at Littleton does. It's lifecenterlittleton.org. Check them out. Okay, we're back with the author of Fierce Faith, Allie Worthington. Uh, as I said, we're giving away our book, so give us a call. Don't be shy. I want you to win. I prayed for the right person to win that book today. Um, Allie, I, I have to confess, I read most of the book, but in the back it says, learn a simple trick to stop the anxiety spiral. Have you already shared that, or do we need to get to that? No, no, I'd love to share it. Okay. It is it's something that's born out of my own life. It's a three-step process. Okay. We all go into the anxiety spiral. You're, you know, you're driving down the road, and you have one thought, and it turns into another, and all of a sudden you're like, well, life is over, and I might as well just park in the parking lot over here and cry, right? <laughs> I do this. I do this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and the secret is to hijack our thoughts and renew our mind. The first step is to identify what triggered the anxiety spiral in the first place. One of my sons gets a lot of anxiety, and he'll, he'll come to me because things feel bad. And I'll say, okay, when you first started feeling bad, what was the trigger? What was the thought? What happened? We all have certain triggers. You know, you think about it like a light switch. You, you flip it on, and the lights come on. Well, we have triggers inside that when they get flipped, we flip out. Like I have certain triggers, certain situations will happen in life, and it makes me super anxious. So just being aware of what our triggers are, it'll help us not feel out of control. So be aware of, of how the anxiety spiral started and what your triggers are. Mm -hmm. The second one is to say, say, okay, what is this one situation that I'm worried about? What is the one thing that's making me feel afraid? And I take it all the way out to the worst-case scenario. And I got this from a counselor who I saw when I was a 15-year-old girl at church, and I would go into her office telling her all these terrible things I was worried about, and she'd go, okay, now wait. 
this thing that you're talking about, this problem, what's the worst-case scenario? And I would tell her the worst-case scenario in a very dramatic 15-year-old yeah. style. Yes, yes. She'd go, so what? And I would say, so what? What do you mean, so what? And she said, if that happens, will you die? And I said, no, no, normally not. If that happens, will you be okay? Does God in heaven still love you and is your space and eternity saved forever? Mm-hmm. Yes. Will you survive? Yes. And so then, once you realize, okay, here's what I'm afraid of, worst case scenario, because we're already going worst case scenario in our minds. Mm-hmm. And then we challenge it. We go, even, even if this worst case scenario happens, is it rational to be afraid of this? Is this something that's rational to be afraid? 90% of the time, it's not. I agree. And, let it go. and we do what ifs that rob us of our life. And, and I think oh, it's absolutely. a proven fact that most of them don't come true. So you're wasting. No, absolutely not. You, yeah, you're wasting your positive life by thinking about all the negatives. But let's go to the very worst case scenario, because I was a worrier, especially before I found Jesus. And but then which was I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I was always worried about that. But finally, in the end, especially now that I'm truly in the middle age as a woman, I think, OK, so you, if you believe in Jesus and you believe in God and you believe in the hope of heaven and eternal life, then that's the worst case scenario is heaven. Like, exactly. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so once we go, is it rational or not? The next one, is it likely? And like you said, normally it's not likely. And then the third question we have to ask is, do I have any control over this whatsoever? Very often we're afraid of things that we don't have any control over. And if that's the case, we've got to give it to Jesus and make the decision to let it go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're worried about things that we actually can affect, that we do have a little bit of control. So we go, okay. If worst-case scenario happens, if it's rational, if it's likely, and if I can do something about it, you go to the last step, which is you just make a plan to cope. You just say, okay, if this happens, what are one, two, or three things that I can do in this situation to either make sure it doesn't happen or if it does happen, to make sure that everyone's taken care of? And what that does is it stops us from just spiraling out of control with a ton of bad situations to go, here's the one thing I'm afraid of. If it happens, I'm going to be okay. And if it happens, here's what I'm going to do. It allows us to regain that sense of control. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes we feel out of control, especially as our kids get older, because I've got two teenagers now. And we think, but I can't control if something bad's going to happen or if some, you know, his friend's going to drink and drive and he's going to be in the car, whatever. And by the way, I'm not saying my kids are perfect. I'm not saying they would never do anything wrong. But, but, but I, we do feel less in control as our kids age. But even that... We, we have to give to God and we have to um, trust Jesus who says we don't have anything to be afraid of and that, and that and we can choose to be strong and courageous. I don't want to raise kids watching me be fearful all the time. So, so I have made that decision with help from people like you, Allie, to say, uh-uh, not doing it. I'm not going to be the cowering, fearful victim anymore. I would rather be strong and courageous. Even on my deathbed, there, there's a verse, and I can't remember if you use it, about laughing at the end of our lives. <laughs> laughing in Proverbs 31. It's okay. Just laugh. If you really believe in God and you really trust him for eternal life and for what Jesus has done, what's there to be afraid of, right? Exactly. If we trust in him, we know that his plans for us is good. He's good. He will do good, and he will continue to bring us good. There will be storms. That's normal. But he will give us what we need to get through those storms. He mm-hmm. always does. He always does. And 95% of the storms we worry about on the horizon, they never come at us. I, so true. So true. What a waste. Has your book been a help to you? 
it honestly ministered to me so much. I I thought that I was writing the story of my husband and I, and I thought that I was just writing battle plans for women, but I actually had a bit of a health crisis this past year, uh-huh. and um, I didn't plan to talk about this, but um, here we go. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, I was I woke up just upset because I was so sick. I had lost my voice. I had a lot of chest pain, and doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. And in the middle of the night, I, I prayed. Um, I said, Jesus, 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 over and over again. I said, tell me what to do. I need you to help me. Because I was at a loss. I was terrified, even mm-hmm. though I just wrote this book on fear, because, hello, fear yeah. always comes at us. Yeah. And he said in my spirit, clear as day, I'll never forget it, do what I taught you to do, fight. Ah, I love that. I'm, I'm going to just interrupt you because we've only got a minute and a half left. I've also been going through some health stuff that's been a little, you know, the enemy would like me to worry about it, or the world would even. Oh, what if it's this? What if it's that? And girl, it is about the fight. Who do we want to yeah. fight for? But but God right. and our and our families and, and other women. And so, oh, I'm so glad Jesus said that to you. <laughs> hey, I want to quick, quickly say how do, we've got two winners, Francesca and Sharon. Congratulations to them. But how do people find you, Allie? Um, AllieWorthington.com, all over the internet, Allie Worthington. AllieWorthington.com. You're darling, and I love your hair. Thank you. <laughs> you have the cutest hair in America. Um, thank you for being on Channel Mom. Feel free to share this with your friends. We're on Facebook. They can all come watch it on Facebook Live. Allie, you're a blessing, and I hope that your book ministers to a lot of women who are so tired of worrying and being fearful. Thank you, Allie. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Okay, thank you, dear. Okay, Mom, thank you for tuning in today. Please know I treasure you. I treasure the mom who's doing her best, often in anonymity, you're anonymous, to raise your babies well because our world's going to benefit from it. They may not thank you, but they're going to benefit from it. So thank you for having the courage to raise your children well. And I urge you, be strong and courageous. And, and I know a lot of bad things can come at us, but you can still stand up and be strong and fight. Uh, it's a much better way to live and, and pass that on to your kids too. Hey, God bless you. Check us out on social media. Come like us. Come share with us. T- come tell us what you need at channel mom all over social media uh we we appreciate our donors thanks for keeping us on the air god bless you have a beautiful weekend Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.